anyway, this is the podcast, right? This is the show. I, I feel like you've always started this with that. Have I words. every time? It's probably not good no, that I do no, that. No, I think you've actually. I apologize for jumping in here, but from listening to the <laughs> podcast, there's been a couple like. Hi, my name is Justin. Hi, my name is Josh intros. And it's been like very robotic. So I appreciate the looseness. Okay. All right. Well, this is the Pretty Okay Podcast. <laughs> the Pretty Okay Podcast. This is Pretty Okay By gamers the Pretty Okay podcast. Gamers. <laughs> With a special guest, which has already introduced, semi-introduced his voice, but we're going to tell him, hold on one second. People need to know who we are. Oh yeah, they have no idea that I'm Josh and I'm just, who are you again? I'm Justin, and we're we're rather okay at playing pretty good games. No, no, you got it wrong. <laughs> we're pretty okay at wait. Never mind. All right, so so today we have Adam on the podcast, which we're excited to kind of mix it up, have an interview podcast, sorta, if you could call it that. Yeah. So uh, go ahead, Adam, say something. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's funny that you would have me on this podcast because I do have to, to come out by saying if you go to my Instagram, my right underneath my title for my description, it literally says the gold standard of average. So <laughs> oh, perfect. I'm so well, fitting for this today. I'm so pumped. That's like right up there with pretty okay. So it's pretty okay <laughs> that we have you. I feel like you should be yeah, on this yeah. podcast in general. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I also talked to Justin a little bit earlier and I was saying how you, you can, the way you say pretty okay really defines your podcast. Because if you just oh, say, really? we're pretty okay, I think of it as like the lower end of good. But if you oh say, my God. we're pretty okay, like it's on the upper end of good, you know? All I know is, just based on that, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Regret asking him to come on this. <laughs> no, I am having the time of my life already. <laughs> we're two minutes in, so. <clears throat> cool. All right, so yeah, thanks, Adam. We're really excited to have you, despite several comments just moments ago yeah um so i figured we could still kind of cover some of the quick little um mini topics that we have i just had a couple things i wanted to mention and then justin if you have a couple things that'd be great yep so the first thing is that elder scrolls blades dropped on ios and it's pretty okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh i saw it you had mentioned that First, it was on beta for a very short period of time. It was like within a week it went live. Yeah, it was like a pretend beta too. They're like, here, take a look at what it you you did that like entrance where you you it tells you how to hit the person by holding. Yeah, and there's like flames and like a guy. And this guy just keeps attacking you. And then it's that's the that's the beta. That, <laughs> so, have you played? Yeah. It? Well, so the actual game dropped, and yes, I've played, and um, it's it's good in its own way. It still has a bunch of free-to-play stuff that they really did a heck of a job trying to hide. So it still has the free-to-play feel of it. So that kind of turns me off to it a little bit. But otherwise, it is dungeon-crawly in their swords, just like it says blades. And, you know, it's fine. It looks like uh, Skyrim a little bit just on the phone, which is pretty impressive. Basically, having Skyrim only been out for a few years, we have uh, our phones could literally play a maybe switch-esque version of skyrim just a little yeah. bit you know it has a little tweaks to it but it looks pretty cool i haven't played it yet uh i probably will play it for a little bit and it'll be one of those games that sits on my phone and i just pick up and play when i'm bored waiting in an airport or something so uh you know that's really funny that's what it's doing on my phone right now oh it's just sitting there not doing anything so oh, that's cool uh adam have you played it's... any of the elder scrolls games he asked wondering what the answer is going to be like <laughs> um no but i've seen a lot of elder scrolls <laughs> okay yeah that was pretty great so yeah, i don't, um, I don't get the joke for the day what, what is the joke <laughs> <laughs> Don't think too hard. Uh, That's the joke. Okay, All right. Yep. So uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is I got some unofficial feedback from some friends in a small chat I had with somebody. And we had mentioned, I don't remember when, so please don't hold me to it. But we had mentioned Stardew Valley a while ago. And I mentioned how I don't understand why you would want to sit through the grind. And somehow mm-hmm. that usually turns me off to sitting down to play it. Well, this person mentioned something that I had never considered and actually launched me into the second point after this, which I will mention. Yes. But the first thing is that they said, no, it's great. You turn your brain off, you sit down, and you just 
play the game and you can listen to podcasts or music and just kind of sit and do nothing and relax. Yeah. And I had never considered doing that. Like if you were able to sit down, turn your brain off, not think about all the things and tasks that you need to get done in the game, because that's usually where my brain goes, then yeah, it sounds great. It sounds really relaxing. So you're saying you like to do monotonous tasks all your life and listen to podcasts? <laughs> I'm saying that if there's a task that I have to do, I can't not think about it, <laughs> uh, so, even if it's in game form. I think if there's a task that you can multitask on and listen to podcasts and do stuff, that's a win-win. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, that's the way that this person and clearly several people enjoy this game. So they sit down, they listen to podcasts, and they just kind of zone out doing gardening or I don't know what you even do in that game. Kissing people. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's like the number one. The way when they're selling this game, they're like, you can kiss people and that's right. And, and pixelated graphics. Yeah, that Correct. sounds amazing. Uh, yeah. So that leads me to the, my final point before we launch into the actual topic. Yes. I did this very thing playing Oblivion, which I have tried several times, and I'm super enjoying Oblivion because I'm listening to podcasts and just grinding through dungeons and just zoning out so thanks for all the feedback on listening to podcasts while playing video games it's like something new that i've never tried before on certain games so it's working out great i i've never thought of oblivion oblivion as a game you you just grind and because it, to me when i was playing it and i'm sorry i'm aging you again uh when i was playing it in maybe like middle school uh when oh, it came God. out uh, I, I certainly wasn't listening to music when playing it because I had to focus on what was going on. Uh, I was just engrossed into the game, into the into the quests and what it whatever it came came through the game. So I I don't know how I could play that game and listen to music. But Stardew Valley, I can get on and listen to podcasts and play. Uh, and so from the times that I actually did play, I would listen to podcasts who were playing Stardew Valley. So I don't know how that really works, but. Um, it, it's definitely one of those games that you can pick up. You, as you said, kiss people in garden. I mean, I <laughs> kiss people in garden. That's pretty much all you do and swing a, a wooden sword to kill green blobs. But, uh, yeah, it, it, that's interesting. I, I like to do that, uh, whenever I can. And I really need to start playing Stardew Valley more. So maybe I'll just yeah, same. catch up on podcasts. So that'll be a reason to play it. Not the game Let me itself. just point out that the way you do it in Oblivion is... I can't do it during any of the story parts yeah. or discussion with other characters. I have to stop then. But while you're just wandering through the wilderness or through a dungeon, it's great. So, Cool. All right. Yeah, cool. So what did we want to talk about today? Hopefully we can include Adam in the discussion when we talk <laughs> about it. Yeah. I. Uh, so basically, we had asked Adam to be on this podcast for one reason only. Not that he's a pretty interesting guy. No, that's definitely not it. It's more or less that uh, Adam is a residential, what do you call it, sports game expert. Is that okay to call you that? Uh, I'm pretty okay. Okay, so you're oh, pretty okay <laughs> video game, or uh, sports game expert. I'd say enthusiast, maybe. We'll just start giving you titles. Yes. There you go. It's on the business card. Perfect. Well, I've been looking forward to this for sure because I generally, here we go. Oh boy. Here we go. We're going to launch into this. I generally avoid sports video games. Mm. So I'm very excited to have this discussion because there are certain sports games that I have gotten into and a lot of them that I have not. So I can't wait to hear kind of the different perspectives. I think uh, full disclosure, uh, Blitz is not considered a, a sports game just so. Hey, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so i go it's ahead semi-pro <laughs> it's semi yeah and uh i wanted to start off this podcast or at uh, the interview we'll call it an interview uh asking sure. you adam uh when did you actually start playing video games so that's a great question because now this is going to date me a little bit Ooh. Um, yeah adam yeah, yeah. get in there i started when i was about five or six um i remember my first time playing was atari Ooh yeah Yep, Atari 5200. Yes. Um, we played the old, um, like, Cubert games. I don't know if you remember those at all. Uh, Sesame I'm sure Street. Justin doesn't. Nope. No, I doubt it. I doubt it. He remembers Cubert, Cubert from, like, Wreck-It Ralph. Um, <laughs> What's Wreck-It exactly. Ralph? Uh -huh. oh, oh. Just kidding. Just oh. kidding. It's that, it's that movie, right? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, oh, okay, geez. I'm done. I just lost everything. And you guys said I was bad. See what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, 
Um, no, so I, I played those for a while, and I I think that's actually where I fell in love with sports games, to be honest with you. Because, you know how you had, like, Pong? Yes. Like, the old school Pong? Like, to me, that was awesome. Like, that's... It's like tennis. First venture. It's, it, yeah, and it's super competitive and back and forth and all that fun stuff. And then um, kind of, I guess, ventures into, I know, diving into the next question here. But... Um, Here's the one. I did some research before this, to be honest. Ooh. So, f- as in, in Justin's terms, in full disclosure, oh, thanks. <laughs> um, my I had to find out because I was dying to find out what was the baseball game on Atari. Like, what was that game that all you did on the joystick was press down, and that was how you pitched. Oh my! And then how you hit was you pressed up on the joystick, and it was like the the simplest. I think I actually played that one at a friend's house. There you go. That's two. If you get there, go to Real Sports Baseball. Google that and image search it, and you'll see exactly what it is. And it blew my mind. I felt like a little kid again watching that when I was reading up on it and going through it again. I was like, oh, my God, I want to play this again. And then I realized I'm going to go try to play this, and I'm going to realize that I wasted a lot of money and time. Yeah. Probably doesn't hold up. Oh, my gosh, this game. I forgot about this game. Yes. It changed my life, to be honest. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's, I guess that's the question I have for you, Josh, is you say that you didn't play a lot of baseball or sports games in general, but are you a sports fan? Ooh. Oh, boy. This one's fraught with danger. Danger. Uh-huh. Um, no. So. Do you like football? I enjoy watching football a lot, although my two-year-old enjoys it more than even I do. Yeah. Um, but I'm the kind of sports fan that enjoys the sport, but doesn't get into it enough to even know like players names. Mm. Okay. So no, I'm going to go with, I mean, I enjoy watching something if it's on and just happens to be on with the exception of football, I'll go seek out football, but like baseball, I don't enjoy watching on TV at all. It is boring. And then. Yeah, and then I'll watch. We're gonna fight about you know, that later. But <laughs> I'll, I'll enjoy watching hockey or yes. um, soccer. I love watching soccer. I mean, that's the what? sport I played. Yeah. So, what? but I don't go seek out those games at all. Soccer. So hold on. <laughs> so we need to touch on this for a second, and we'll sure, this sure. Is, don't worry, it's gonna loop back into video games at some point. So you find baseball boring, but you watch soccer. So, yes, and enjoy it, of course. Mm. Soccer moves. People move around. They uh, okay, do things. Yes. You know, they, they run around and do things, and then they do more things, and then more things happen. Where baseball, they stand around. They swing a and bat. And you wait for them to do things, and eventually they do something. <laughs> Someone throws a tantrum halfway through the game. <laughs> yeah, but those are fun. Um, <laughs> I guess I could see that. I guess. But. I don't want to insult your game. I know that you love baseball, and you actually grew up playing it, didn't you? I did. I did. Um, I played a year, two years in Little League, uh, and then I went on to coach as an adult, or as a teenager, actually. I was an assistant coach as a teenager, coaching my little brothers. And then I coached my son uh, last year, So, and I'll be back to doing that this fall. So, yes, big baseball fan. Um, So this Atari baseball game was kind of really important to you at the time then? It was. Oddly enough, yeah, it was. Absolutely. Like, I I remember being able to control the players, but they would move incredibly slowly. Oh, I can imagine. And you could move to, like, what was the ball, essentially just a blip on the screen. (laughs) And, And you would grab the ball, and then you couldn't control throwing it. You had to push a button, and it would throw, and you didn't know where it would go. Interesting. So... That's so funny. Yeah, I remember some of that. Again, I played it one time, and it was, it, it's kind of getting muddled in my brain with my first sports game, which was RBI Baseball for oh, Nintendo. Yeah. Oh wow! Um, some an aunt and uncle bought that for me, and I hated every second of it, and I still hate that game to today. Like I'll go and watch videos of it, and it's just, I'm like, this is so bad. <laughs> so bad that's yeah so that was my first baseball or first sports game rather so can i drop some awesome news on you what sure rbi baseball 19 is now out for xbox well i saw that and i could not believe that it was the same not the same game but like the same franchise if you will i I thought there was only one baseball game and there 
I don't even know what other baseball game. There's the big. Is it the show? Is that even still a game? The show is the huge one, right? Right. That's the biggest one right now. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't even. What, the games you guys were saying were your first sports game, by the way. I've never heard of, nor have I ever played. So sorry. Well, because you weren't alive at the time. I so was. It really helps to be alive in order to play them at the time. So. <laughs> yeah. good, good point. I think NFL blitz and like on the n64 was the first game i played that was a sports oh, game justin why would you admit that i don't because because <laughs> i didn't I, I, I don't think i can't even think of anything that either if i played it left an impact for me to remember but i remember specifically playing nfl blitz n64 uh, and then only playing blitz that was on i think super nintendo whatever was on uh before n64 it might have been and 64 i don't remember anyways i remember playing that later on again in college and we just played that for a, a long for a weekend because we were cool we would just constantly play that game uh and it was a lot of fun how even though it really wasn't anywhere near what football was like it was just like smashing each other as hard as we can in this fast-paced game and it really had no skill like you really could just steamroll everybody so uh it's kind of funny well, just to look back at that let me really blow your mind and see if you really remember this one. <laughs> How about Tech Mobile? Oh, I was what? just going to bring it up. I totally played that. I feel left out of this and, conversation. <laughs> well, you should because you weren't alive. Tech Mobile. What was it? Oh, Tech Mobile. Got it. Tech yeah, Mobile. so that was on Super Nintendo, right? Oh, my God. Uh, that was on, actually started on original Nintendo. Oh, so I only played the Super Nintendo one. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun because you really only had. Remember, I mean, the original Nintendo only had two buttons. I bet you. Yes. I bet you the dude on the cover art of this game doesn't even play football, and he just has like paint and things smeared on his face to look like he's a football player. Did you see the? Well, this was before video games were mainstream. Okay, and yeah, you know there's... they had money to pay for actual players to be on the cover. Yeah, well, Tech Mobile, nineteen eighty nine. How's that make you feel? Ooh. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't even born in '89. What's funny about that is that I, when I when we were talking about maybe bringing this topic to the podcast, I was like, I don't play sports games. It's just never been a thing that I did. And then I went through kind of all the different things that I've done on Super Nintendo and Nintendo, and I actually played. I played Tecmo basketball. I played, or it was Super Basketball. I played Tecmo Bowl on the Super Nintendo. Or was that Super Tecmo Bowl? Super Bowl. So, yeah, but like I I actually played sports games. I just didn't enjoy them then, I guess. (laughs) Well, I know a game you had to have enjoyed, and and Justin will finally bring you back into the conversation here. Hmm. How about NBA Jam? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved that game. That was... Loved it. It's just funny because you again don't really like sports but that game is another i think the thing we're seeing here is that this is a it's not a true sports game it's a, like a little arcade-ish you like throw a bunch of arcade-esque feelings into a game and playing it that's what it it seems like to me says oh for sure it definitely was not a sports you know sports and quotes game it was a hundred percent arcade yeah totally ridiculous yeah. well i think it also goes back to what you said about sports in general how you would get into the sport potentially but not really the names and so the people who are playing so a lot of these games that you're actually talking about enjoying really didn't focus a ton on the names more than they did on the game and yeah. on yeah. like the play and like make like the big heads the he's on fire like the nba jam and all that stuff but they didn't focus a ton on the names because if you remember nba jam didn't have michael jordan right away what oh that's right no mm-hmm. it didn't nope is Pippin and Grant or Pippin and Longley or somebody other than Jordan? <laughs> so let me ask you this then. So, okay, so you started playing sports games pretty early then. And yeah. would you say that they were the bulk of your video game history then? By far. By and far. so the ones that were early on, um, were you more into the baseball games or were you more into just all sports games in general? So early on, it was a lot of the of a general sports games mm. like it was it was anything so like i said tech mobile and jam um I, I the baseball stuff was a little rough around that age if you guys remember but stuff like that was what i was into like blitz wasn't a, a bad game it was good for fun and causing trouble but yeah it was about, <laughs> it was about it but and blitz was a little bit later like you said justin on the n64 yeah mm-hmm. um which i also enjoyed that game man. yeah 
I was going to oh, say Madden gosh. was out around that time too, wasn't it? I guess I I only played <laughs> Madden 2003 onwards. <laughs> oh, jeez, that was All my right, well, game that I got into sports. We'll, we'll call games. you when you can come back into the. Okay, guys, I'll just conversation. go by, go hide in the corner, cry to myself. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember because the first few Madden games, like Madden would actually call the game. Yeah. Well, that was the big thing. That. Does he not do that anymore? <laughs> nope. Not I know much. he died at one point, but like <laughs> the 2003 game, didn't he do that then too? He does the um, the play call, like the not the the play calling. So he will give you a pick and tell you why it's a good pick. Yeah, of a okay. play. You don't have to do the actual it. Play by you, play. you can just ignore him, and half the time, if you pick it, it it still is like a hit or miss if it's actually going to help you out or not. So it, right. okay. it, it had a slight advantage on it, but yeah, he would just randomly spew words out if you you know selected the uh, option or he'll give you like little one one point uh, pointers just saying hey uh, select this defense for uh, better coverage for the slot and so yeah he just kind of threw his two cents in there every once in a while exactly but eventually just came into i mean i remember playing 2000 or mad 2003 a lot because i i just loved i think there's more customization came out when you can actually create your own character i think that's roughly around the same time and uh, you can beef the hell out of a, a tight end and just destroy everybody. <laughs> and it was Justin, a lot of fun. I do have to say, I absolutely hate you for going and saying that 03 was your first. What? Because that's the Marshall Falk cover, and I'm looking yes. at some of the graphics for that, and they were so fantastic. Yes. If you look up the graphics for Madden 95. Oh, yeah. Completely opposite. Yes. <laughs> That was a great it was game. Just like a blurb. I played that for a long time too. Like I played Madden 2003, and then all the way up to I think, gosh, I don't remember eight, maybe seven or eight. Uh, and I, not to jump ahead of any uh, you guys, but really, NHL became the game that I played consistently up and through college. Uh, I stopped playing since I don't have, I didn't have access to like a PlayStation 4 or anything. So um, Madden and NHL were my my go-tos all the time. So if you go back to the 95 game, yep. that was on PlayStation as well, right? PlayStation was out in 94, if memory serves. What? There's no way. So you... That was when they started including a lot more of the music and the sound for the voices, which mm-hmm. was a huge thing. Um, were you into... The football side, because they had the football, and then they had the which was the Madden games, and then didn't they have a um, didn't they have Whoa. a baseball game as well at the time? They did. Um, just to not that I remember. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. They had a couple. <laughs> um, hold on one second. Uh, I was just taking a look at it because I laughed. They uh, also showed Game Day, and that was my original one of my favorite baseball games. That was the original rival to. Um, Madden. I don't know if you remember that at all. No. I no. Yeah. Game day, I, game day I remember game day, but I don't remember it being as huge as Madden. I remember Madden being the one. It's American football, man. Yeah. Yeah. Madden was always the, the top dog and it kinda is the only one that stayed around. Right. Um because game day only lasted a few years and I loved game day because it had easier controllers, but um that one didn't last very long. Uh Back on the baseball part, the MLB was the that's what game. it is. Yeah, MLB 2000 on PlayStation. Okay, so that's where that franchise started. Yes, well, that part. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, back then, M- baseball was always harder to get everything together because you had a lot more players, you had a lot more uh, teams, a lot more of everything. So you kind of had to put everything together and go through all the motions for that. Right. Yeah. So I want to throw another monkey wrench into this whole thing oh, right yeah. now because Perfect. not allowed. Up until now, we're talking right. We're talking baseball, football. Maybe <laughs> there were a couple soccer games that I haven't mentioned. FIFA. <laughs> but yeah, we'll keep in mind that. the PlayStation came out, and and before it the Sega Saturn, and there were other kinds of sports games like rally games. And oh, Gran yeah. Turismo came out, and yeah. I played a lot of Gran Turismo. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Need for Speed, right around. The oh, same Need time. for not that that's a real sports game. That's like a 
That's like an arcade. That's an arcade. Yeah. That's like the Blitz equivalent. Yeah, pretty much. Need for Speed Underground. I was watching somebody play it the other day uh, on YouTube, and I was like, God, I can't believe we enjoyed playing these games. The graphics are so weird. And yeah. like the drifting and driving, it just looks like I'm playing at an arcade. Playing, what was that? California game? What was that? The car game? California. Oh, um, California. Speedway I forget or the, something like that. Gosh. Yeah, but it has California. Yeah yeah, 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 but it has California in the name, doesn't it? Yeah, something like that. But anyways, no, it just makes me laugh. But I yeah. we play I loved Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo 3 was that PlayStation 2, I think. Well, no, no. Yes. Yes. I don't remember because I really only played the first one and I played it first at my cousin's house and they were they had just gotten their first game system. They were not allowed to have game systems until the PlayStation came out and it had the Sony label on it. And then their dad was like, mm. no problem. It's a Sony product. I'm buying it. What? So that makes sense. Then they got that. Totally and makes sense. they played Gran Turismo like crazy. And I'm like, I have to have this game. Like the, the amount of simulation of that game was so good at the time. Like now I think I'm guessing that Forza probably does it better. Sorry. Maybe? Hold on. It's Forza. Not Forza. Oh, Forza. Oh, Forza. Forza. Right. <laughs> There's a motorsport game. A motorsport. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Actually, I did go. buy the Horizons 2. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, so that's. I. When I think of a sports game, I, of course, go to baseball, football, and then I start thinking about it. I'm like, well, no. I mean, really, Gran Turismo was was a sports game at the time yeah. it was high simulation at the time it was i mean it was pretty peak uh, adam are you considering that in your eyes as a sports game just from your no. sports f- well, okay <laughs> okay well then well that's, uh, we're discussion talking close. That. let's move on <laughs> anyways but seriously no, I, I think i think the problem so the problem with classifying it as a sports game is when you look at sports games there's a lot of a lot of strategy that you may not think about you know what I'm saying? So there's like in baseball, you could have a situation where you're playing against somebody or playing against a computer. And if your difficulty's high enough, you have runners at first and second and you have one out and the pitcher up, you're going to bunt. And that's what you should do. Football game, you're fourth down. You're probably going to punt if it's long um, kind of deal. In racing, you win or you lose. I mean, there's not you're you're hitting the gas and maybe you're slowing down around a curve or something like that but in racing okay whoa 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 okay whoa there's point there's point systems and rally i I, this is getting to a question that i wanted to ask you as well adam but before we get there like gran turismo there was a ton of different strategies and you would choose different cars and put different pieces on the cars which i mean look at me i'm a car guy i'm saying pieces um <laughs> that is hilarious i'm enjoying this yeah please continue i mean you choose your tires you choose your pistons you you choose you so choose many different parts oh, yeah, you did i take the back you're yeah. right sorry i apologize yeah. yeah you you choose so many different parts of the car you build the car that you want for the track you go test the track you try to you know get different times around the track in order to so there was a ton of strategy Decreased around that game and that's why yeah. that yeah. game to me was huge yeah, I see, and and to be honest, like I, I, I couldn't get into it. Maybe I just didn't understand it enough, like the the parts and all that stuff and what they did and all that. Like it just wasn't something that to me was like okay, cool. Like I would, there were a lot of my friends that were playing it around that time because that's yeah. when they had something called Psychovision, essentially. The heck it was is... the first person driving. I don't know if you remember that. No, no, I don't. It's kind of where that first came from. A lot of those car, those racing car games. It was when you had the vision of the driver. Oh, hot dig! You really dog. couldn't see much of anything that was going on except for what yeah. was in front of you, so it was like super crazy. So you didn't see the track ahead of you like you normally would when you're driving, um, in normal cra- camera view or whatever. Uh, but I remember playing that and that just having fun with it and being like, "Ha, you crashed!" Kind of the same reason why people watch NASCAR to, for the most part. Sure. Hmm. Um, but the idea that like we're just gonna go past the fact that you just said like, people watch NASCAR so they can crash. <laughs> watching people I, crash isn't that that's not true is it i thought that was that's true not, no that's not there's 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 strategy i'm i can't believe this is happening on my podcast well no there can't be strategy on nascar i mean they just go around a ring no oh god please oh you're giving me a headache <laughs> there are strategies I think they make left turns i wonder what if they can make a right one <laughs> uh, you guys are terrible you're ruining oh, the greatest sport of perfect. mankind 
I, I actually <laughs> to, to be told I've never watched a full race in NASCAR. Oh, but, see, you can't even say things like that. Then you're you're but totally I, not. But the I can demographic. still defend because there's difference. I mean, you add the tire pressure, you have to release release tire pressure or increase tire tire pressure depending on the the weather. I mean, there's a whole lot of strategy that you left out of that. Like you're taking the in, inside line if if somebody you're trying to get past somebody if it's safe to do that I mean there's a lot of strategy in the game itself and that's why people are considering considering a sport and I mean come on at the end you get out of your sweaty suit is, is it you're well not in the game but isn't that like are we the, still talking about racing yeah isn't that the point of uh, sport you ha- you get like you know it's physical we got into sweaty suits it's, after the game. <laughs> it's the physical race, that's what i'm trying to say sweaty suit. <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to say it's you're it's a physical sport even though you're yeah. driving it driving the car well, yeah there's a lot of power behind those cars so i would imagine that takes a lot to have to handle but essentially the car's doing the majority of the work oh god okay well let's not get let's, in the weeds here get, because yeah. this is sure. this is we're gonna like we're gonna trigger back. justin and he's gonna be on the floor twitching <laughs> we won't know because we will just hear silence so <laughs> let's let's move back to the actual can i can can i bring up a random sport yeah please yeah one so what it's a game it's a one of one of the first ones i've ever played that actually made me fall in love with this game was do you guys remember virtual boy yeah Yes. So, I absolutely do. Justin doesn't. He wasn't born yet, so <laughs> you weren't alive. For I think virtual? no. I think he was like two or three. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, well, that virtual. was like ninety two, wasn't it? I think that was ninety two or ninety three. I'm checking because it was now. just before. It was in between the Game Boy and the Super Nintendo. Ninety five, if memory serves. Okay. Okay. There I was alive, go. by the way. Just so you know. Well, how old were you though? three <laughs> yes two or three see i win um i loved the virtual boy even though it was a, a absolutely not a success it was like no. a total flop at the time is it Huge got failure. chin straps on this thing what is this <laughs> oh, god it was awesome but yeah virtual so like boy you... tennis oh Mario tennis was great oh my god that was my game this looks did terrible. you play a lot of that game then i did oddly enough i did um, did you so have a Virtual Boy? My brother did. Oh my okay. god! So my older brother had a Virtual Boy, and I would every chance I got, that's the only game I would play on there. So I would go to Blockbuster. Here we go. And <laughs> I was alive and, for those. Full disclosure. Uh, okay, to, good. Uh, there we go. We're starting to get that. into Justin territory now. Um, I would go to Blockbuster, and they had one set up for display to try out, and that's the only time I ever really got to see one. Like I never knew anybody to actually buy one and which i think was the problem with the virtual boy <laughs> nobody bought it <laughs> yeah that and then I, I it would mess up your eyes pretty bad if you played for too long yeah I could, yeah well it had the hour. problem that early vr has had yes. which is it would disorient you and give you eye problems I'm, and all kinds of i stuff. mean it's it's like walking into a 3d movie back in the day with those glasses is what it looks like that's yeah. pretty bad yeah well, let me tell you, the commercials for it were insane. They really went all out on it. Could you play sports on that thing? Any sports games? Well, Mario sports, Mario tennis. Mario tennis. Yeah. That's not a sport. Wow. Tennis? How dare you? No, not tennis. Wow. Mario. It's like arcade tennis. It's like Wii tennis. Well, actually, yeah, I but take it's that back. it's as much of a sport as like NFL Blitz or NFL or yeah. NFL Blitz or NBA Jam were. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, so you played a bunch of that. Um, yes. Did you did you have a Super Nintendo two at the time? Yeah, you did. You had the Tecmo games, right? Yes. So I was super spoiled when it came to video games because I, my between my brother and I, we owned just about everyone that came out around that time, with the exception sure. of the Saturn. Ooh, I had the Saturn. It wasn't you didn't miss anything. Out. Yeah, you didn't miss it. It's fine. Well, I think that was the one that came out, and again, not to get off topic of away from sports, but that's the one that came out with the actual first handheld like gun for the game system, wasn't it? No, well, like Super the first Nintendo gun was. Well, no, the first gun. Duck Hunt, no, the first gun was for Nintendo NES. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't even know that that was really the first one, but that was the first time you could oh, have yeah, it yeah, at yeah. home was it, with the what light was gun. The one. That was for Area 51, I think, I want to say. Wasn't there like for a system Saturn? that had the gun on it? Uh, I don't remember, because Super Nintendo had the bazooka-style gun. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And then you could buy the guns for Saturn, which were fantastic, because then you could play Virtual Cop. That was it. 
Yep. And I loved that game. I played the crud out of Virtual Cop. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I missed out a whole generation. You did. Yeah. No, it's cool. That's okay. So, um, so you didn't have Saturn. So, so did you then buy sports games on every? You and your brother obviously buy yes. sports games on every system. Yes. Everything. So, and and to be fair, although I believe you both will agree, or at least we'll both agree with each other, that wrestling is not a sports game, but we had a lot of that as well. Well, it's because it's fake. It's not real. Yeah. I'm, yeah. This is, you'll rarely hear me say this, but I agree with Justin. (laughs) It was not a sport. Oh, my God. But, yes, but that was part of it. I pretty much had a sports game for every system I played because that was the majority of the games I played. I mean, we, like, it's funny because listening to some of your podcasts and and hearing you guys talk about all these games that you guys play throughout time, like, yours was Zelda, uh, clearly, and Justin's was, like, Halo. Uh, (laughs) Not like Halo. It was Halo. What was was, (laughs) What was his other game? Um, Fortnite, no, it's just right? Halo. Because he does like oh, the God, boss and please, stuff these days. Please stop. <laughs> You're making me sound terrible. <laughs> but no, so so like that was my thing. Like my thing was always sports games. So like I, I went all the way across the gambit from all that stuff. And, and it's crazy because I know one of the questions that like Justin had sent off and I kind of want to definitely touch on was um, why the genre has dwindled so much yes thank you you led into exactly what i was gonna ask god you read my yeah. mind <laughs> um and i think the purpose is it's it's licensing because uh, if i don't know if you guys remember or know this but i don't know if you guys ever played the college games like college yeah. football ncaa uh, ncaa football ncaa basketball but i definitely did not but i i didn't even think about it thinking back yeah. They definitely had those, and now I realize that they definitely don't. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So the reason they did, and, and it was such a great thing, and it was it's unfortunate the way it turned out, was because they don't want to pay the players. So because they don't want to play, pay the college players, they can't use their likeness anymore. And nobody wants to buy a college football game if they can't play with their favorite college football player. And the only thing that they had left at the time to really sell you on buying that game was the fact that you could create your own guy, your own football player, go through four years of college, and then import him into the NFL game. Mm, that's pretty snazzy. Which was great. It was fantastic. But then because you knew no other players, there were no names on the jerseys. You had you couldn't. There was no likenesses of any of your favorite players, anything like that. So yeah. it, it wouldn't sell. And a lot of that goes with sports in general. Like I was mentioning earlier with baseball, why, why the show has gotten such a grip on on things is because there's so many players you have to pay just to use their name to use their style oh wow yeah i didn't even consider that it's it's insane and with the amount of money that's going around these days like you talk about baseball players making 300 400 million dollars every over like 10 years yeah imagine a, a baseball game like hey i want to use your name well these guys are paying me 400 million a year i need 10 million a year it's like well i've got to pay a hundred thousand players this yeah, yeah that's just one player yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah that's well cool. i hadn't even considered that and yeah you come to a sports game you want to enjoy picking the players that you know or knowing their abilities just by seeing them mm-hmm. that you you know when they play the game you know what they can do that's i hadn't even thought of that i mean oh, my, yeah that's a big thing right now i mean and the same goes with most most of the other sports is is there's so much money involved with having to do that. I mean, FIFA is a great example of the same oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, it's not just one league you have to worry about. There's like several 30 leagues. different leagues yeah. you have to pay. That's and insane. you have to do conversion rates and names and all these other oh, things. Oh, my gosh. However, I will say FIFA is dominating in, or leading the way, I should say, in gameplay. Yeah. They... as In terms of actual controls? Well, but no content maybe content yeah like if if you play storyline mode on fifa even if you're not a huge soccer guy you get super hooked yeah it seems like like i i've never been a big soccer guy and my brother um had gotten me like fifa 17 or 18 or whatever it was and i played the story mode and i was like okay i need i need 2019 now or i need whatever like it, it was it was that good and and i thought you know i was here a lot of people talk about um, how 
why do people buy sports games every year? Right. If nothing changes, these yeah. still have the same players, same everything. You just have some players that get traded. Why not just send a con uh, a content update? Right. For most sports, that's true. So like for baseball, that's absolutely true. Not, the rules don't change very often. They're very few and far between. So you could probably get away with the downloadable content. Not the but NHL. Where they get you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But where they get you is the story mode. That's why they okay. have to be so clever. Like another one of the NBA games uh, at the latest couple NBA years has actually followed suit with the way that FIFA does it. So Michael B. Jordan was in the last uh, MLB game. Michael like, B. Jordan? The actor. <laughs> he was in like Fantastic Four. He was Creed, Creed 2, all the like. I, I came, I'm just, I'm just laughing at Panther. Josh saying, who's Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Well, no, he's an actor. Why? Oh, okay. But I get it now. So you're talking about story mode. They actually make like a traditional video game story mode. This, you can obviously see how many of these newer ones I've played. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's big time, too. Like every move you do will is has an effect on your career. Hmm. So you, they, like in the NBA game now, if you play like in a college setting and you do a tryout and then you get drafted in the NBA, NBA draft and some of the choices you make ahead of the tryout decide what team you play for. Hmm. Okay. So, yep. so they're really, cause before you explained the story piece to it, my answer, even though I don't play them would have been, isn't it the same reason as any other video game that comes out every year where it's, it's different, newer graphics, maybe the gameplay's changed a little bit, but even hearing the story, that's a huge piece. So yeah. my question then becomes, you've played a lot of different games, a lot of different platforms, and Justin, you can jump in here too. Yeah. Um, so Adam and Justin, when we can start with Adam, when you come to a sports game, what are you looking for? What, is, what are the pieces that really make that sports game for you? Is it strategy? Is it gameplay? Is it controls? Is it the players' names? What, what brings you to a game like that? So it's a little bit of everything. So... I look for, for me, the, the first thing obviously has got to be controls because I think sometimes a lot of companies try to get too fancy with how difficult they make the controls and how tough they try to make things. Like in baseball, they, they, the show has tried a million different times to change the method of pitching and the way that you pitch and, how, and, and the buttons you got to press to hit the right pitch or get it just right in there kind of a deal. And it makes it more difficult sometimes. But in the same vein, you don't want it to be too easy. So I, I look for that just to make sure that there's some consistency there. Because you could change graphics, you could change players, you could make rule changes and do all those storyline changes. But let's hold consistency on the controllers. So that's a huge thing for me. Uh, secondarily, I look for story. I mean, is the story compelling? Is it something that's going to get me in? Um, that's going to get me hooked and make me want to play more? That's different than the other ones that I've played. Uh, and then lastly, I would say the players. And baseball's big for that. Like this last few years they've implemented and uh, NBA has followed suit with this too. They've put in legends. So now you can play with some of the older players. That's pretty cool. Like NBA just had Jordan in their very first game in years. And that was like a few years ago now. That probably cost them a lot. Yeah. Okay. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. So Justin, you've played a bunch of these as well. What, what brings you, is it different from Adam yeah. or is it similar? It's actually, it's funny that Adam said all those things because I'm like the opposite of I'm not necessarily looking for the story. I can't tell you the last time I played a sports game and the story was something that I looked forward to. Uh, and, and that might be just because I played more NHL since 2010 and up than I have any of the other games. So for NHL, the change has been pretty stagnant from 2010 all the way up. They actually did complicate some controls and it ended up helping and that was with the shooting uh, aspect because uh, shooting was kind of for a couple of years from 10 and up was uh sad like you basically just picked a point where you wanted to shoot and hopefully the computer shot it in the right direction where like as i got into 16 those controls that they had enhanced and made it more of a complicated effort gave you the upper hand if you knew how to really manage it and that's what made the game fun because you can go up against anybody and they can either have a bad game or a good game or they were just on it all the time. So I'm looking at 
replayability, just easy to pick up and play. Uh, and uh, the new, I guess, with Adam, the same thing with the, the people that keep including in the game. Because who doesn't like smashing Sidney Crosby against the glass? Like, I mean, that's like one of my favorite things that I would specifically do and get in a fight with him, which, by the way, never happens in real life. But uh, I enjoyed the fighting in NHL. So um, I can tell you, can't tell you how many times uh, in college when I was with my, my brothers and we would be playing for hours and we would just purposely get in fights just to piss the other person off and take out their other favorite player and make the game, like the dynamic of the game change. So um, really for me, it's just the the, uh, complicated shooting mechanisms for NHL and the uh, replayability. So I I haven't played a real sports game other than NHL and maybe I'd say Dirt, which Adam doesn't really like considering... (laughs) <laughs> car games sports so dirt and forza were like the things that i enjoy and that that necessarily doesn't have a campaign it's just more the cars and the the content itself the the newer cars that you see on the streets that you know, you google over and you're like oh my god this looks so cool and i want to drive those you get to live through the game because no one no normal average person can afford a a, a, a ferrari or a lamborghini aventador i mean that's just ridiculous I have three. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, so you both mentioned part of it being some part of the real world aspect, whether that be the players or the cars. Yes. So so from the players aspect, I had never even thought about the deals that would be required in order to bring them into a game. I mean, that's that's blowing my mind right now. So but let's go back a step and taking from the players and the cars. So there's some piece of reality you're looking for or some kind of simulation. And it ranges obviously from the super arcadey blitz and jam games all the way to the super simulation, like car games. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's like a middle point. And how much of that are you guys looking for when you come to a game? You know, we're talking about controls being easier versus harder. And obviously as you increase the controls hard, Ness. <laughs> <laughs> Difficulty? <laughs> Difficulty, thank you. It's going to give you more of a simulation and more of a skill-based game. So how much of that is important to you and how much of that is not important to you? We'll take Adam first. So I, if I'm guessing, understanding the question correctly. I don't know, know how you could. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you want to know basically how much of the in between is important yeah like not necessarily just the real world stuff and not necessarily the cartoony stuff but the stuff in between like the meat of the game yeah i i'll be honest so one of my favorite sports games of all time is the show um and one of the reasons for that is you can control your own player and they call it the road to the show you create your guy and you kind of have to go through the motions of minor leagues and playing the only your position you don't have to play like all three outs and all that other stuff whatever position you choose um, and and do all those things. But I think the idea of having that control, being able to move around and the flow of the game in between each and for each thing you do is amazing. And the idea that like you can be traded is amazing. And you don't think about that stuff in a game, you know, when you go to play it or uh, even in the bit in other sports games where they have like fantasy drafts and you could, have a team that has you know wayne gretzky and uh, he's a hockey player patrick kane hockey players yeah just want to make sure yeah (laughs) you you can have like your dream a dream team of your own but then when you try to make a trade during the season they can reject you because hey they're they're realistic about it they're like no it's not real uh that makes sense what about you, Justin? Are you are you kind of the meat and potato in between? Are you looking for more simulation or you know kind of the progression of your player or skill-based type play? It's hard to say, too, because I liked playing, again, a lot of NHL was just, wasn't like the the simulation, because NHL really was just uh, more arcade-ish in my eyes. I mean, you were really just doing 
two things, beating somebody up or shooting a goal. <laughs> so uh, there really wasn't much to it. I mean, you could deke and you could show how cool you looked when you're trying to uh, school the goalie and shoot it in the in the net. But uh, for me, Forza and like Dirt, I liked the simulation. Uh, I, at one point, uh, a friend of mine and we had a setup and actually went to a junkyard and bought a, a van uh, chair and um, made it a, basically a racing rig in his house. And we was this Tom? Uh, yes, this was Tom. <laughs> and so we were we would play these games, uh, set up like a normal car, and he bought a, uh, you know the pedals, the clutch, gear shift, and it was a lot of fun. And I it really enjoyed playing that and having that simulation of driving a fast. Um, you know, $100,000 plus car or being in a rally car, going through a rally, not worrying about tipping your car over and dying like most people would go through <laughs> if they did half the crap that I did. So I, I liked that. And again, it's you're being in a car that, in my eyes, I grew up loving or uh, idolizing. Like, I want that. I want to have that when I grow up. I want to have that car. Uh, so it was being immersed into the game and really uh, and- having that simulation. And I think that's kind of the beauty of games, right? Like any game, you kind of, you play it because you get to live in that alternate reality of something, you know, you could play a Spider-Man game because you're like, man, God, it would be awesome to be Spider-Man. No, definitely don't have that feeling. Sorry. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Nice. But like you play, like you said, you play the quote unquote sports game, Forza, Uh. and in (laughs) in the hopes that, you know, you get to drive your dream car and no one can stop you you know you're not worrying about being chased by police and you can go as fast as you want to go and crash into whatever you want and <laughs> you get to keep going uh, and for me it's it's baseball you know it's sports like you said earlier like i grew up watching baseball and you know playing a bunch of baseball and and to be able to have my own character in the game that plays the positions that i've always dreamed of playing is that's what gets you, I mean, emotionally invested, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, and so it's interesting, too, because that really nails it for video games. Yeah. For me, uh, I often think that I personally, even on this podcast, have mixed up story, and I'm putting story in quotes, with that that I'm seeking. Because really, the story doesn't have to be good for me. It has to be immersive. And when I feel like I'm playing the part or in the game in some way... That's where I really get into it. And I could see sports being an extension of that. And actually, the way you describe that kind of bridges the gap for me. I've never really... To me, I've always been one of the jerks. And earlier than now, I've always been one of the jerks. But (laughs) earlier, I've been one of the jerks where I used to say, why wouldn't you just go outside and play sports? Like, you can go do that. Like, I play video games with things that you can't go do those things. Yeah, winter. (laughs) It's like, you know, it's not like I can go grab a rifle and start shooting up aliens, you know? So... well. it's <laughs> so so anyway but i get it now i that makes more sense to me you want to be i don't know wayne gretzky you want to be michael yes. jordan you want to step into those shoes and i can see that's where those licensing deals really become super super important to games like this yeah. that are make or break and it kind of starts bringing it all into the same mix where you're saying like if it doesn't have that it falls off and maybe there's not as much popularity or following so and it's interesting interesting to me to hear how you guys talk about these games that you've played it's clear that my next question is going to have the same answer for both of you which i was kind of leading into this there's a whole simulation management style of games where you're not actually playing the sport or the actual sport game inside of the game, you're usually just managing the team or the, you know, I'm thinking of one on steam called, I think it's called motorsports. Let me look it up real quick. Motorsport manager. Um, Mm. And I know some people that really love that game, but it's all it is, is management a hundred percent. You're not actually doing the racing. So you, you manage the car, you manage the parts that you're using, who gets to drive it, all those things. And I know that there's some other actual sports as Adam would call them (laughs) games where you aren't seeing the sport. You're just managing the players. Does that kind of thing appeal to either of you? We'll take Justin this time, I think, first. Uh, 
No, because uh, <laughs> there's one aspect that Dirt Rally had was that you can manage your, your crew. Uh, and managing is, I would use loosely, because you would hire people to help increase the effectiveness of your repair repairs. So like if you had a, a tech, a specific tech who was really good at, um, I don't know, increasing your handling, you can hire them. Uh, and it would increase your repairability if you run into a wall <laughs> or a tree and and fix your struts and your alignment. So uh, not really. I think Adam probably remembers this, but there was an NFL managing game not too long ago. Yeah, I wasn't. It was a coach, wasn't it? I, I don't. Yeah. What was the name of that? I I don't remember, but I can. I mean, I can tell you now that the majority of sports games now have a coach mode. Yeah. Or a gen- yeah. Or general manager mode. Where you just go in as the general manager of the team, you put the team together, and then you could wa- you could literally just watch the gameplay. Yeah, I'm tra- well. There was one called Draft Day, right? Or ah. was that a different game? I don't know. Isn't that a movie? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. There's it was called NFL Head Coach, and you could literally buy a headset for this oh, game, yes. and it was great looking. Uh, it looked like the legitimate headsets that you get when or that coaches <laughs> had on the field. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I never played it because it just looked terrible. It just didn't. Well, so I know that there are people that come to these games to enjoy the actual management side. And, you know, I think those same people will who? play. Like, I don't know. Who are these people? <laughs> uh, well, I know a few of them. And they'll play like a strategy game over, you know, actually being like I'd go play Oblivion. Right. And or Skyrim, more to the point, and run around with the sword and choose my spells, whereas these people would prefer to play like a Warhammer, you know, the Warhammer um, Total War game where you're managing the elves army and you choose where they fight and you choose who gets to fight. Same thing with the sports games. Like, I think that these people that I'm thinking of, Andy, you would be playing something like the motorsports game where you're you're managing the car the team the the racers um have you played any of those games adam no not the ones that are purely (laughs) that great i will say that but i will disagree slightly with justin on this of course of course um so i i think so here's here's my thing my take on that real quick is i think there's such a thing as overdoing it okay too much control so one of the things a lot of these sports games have kind of encompassed is practices. So you can hold a practice now that would increase X stat for your quarterback or X stat for your wide receiver, tight end, or any of that stuff. And I think that's too much. Like, I, that's just a, essentially just takes you away from the physical gameplay and from all that stuff. I also, though, however, I like the idea of being able to control my team and and take a look at the the make trades as I need to if I feel like, you know what, the last game my team gave up a ton of sacks. I need no, a new offensive line guy that's going to help me out. Um, yeah. Those kind of things. Like the, the basic general manager features are really nice. Um, and then, like you mentioned, the strategy of it. There's, it sports games a ton of strategy. It's just the way you do it, I guess. Yeah. What's interesting to me is, like, I have obviously played very few of the modern ones, mm-hmm. and... Um, it's funny that there's a, I'm putting story mode in quotes and it sounds like you're talking about the stats side of things. It sounds like they're trying to really pull in a lot more of the role-playing game genre in order to kind of draw players and maybe bring you back every year. Um, is that what we're seeing in some of these? Well, to be fair, Madden's been doing that for a really long time. Yeah. Okay. And it does lead into one of the, one of the questions you said about the online play. Mm. Yeah. Madden. I mean, Madden's been huge for years with the, the these tournaments that they do, and there's so much strategy involved in who you're playing because that's why, you know, if, if you're playing with one of your friends, you always kind of cheat and let them pick the team first. So you could be like, okay, well, let's no. play someone who's at their value. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, so but but you have to, like, align your defenses. If you've got – if they, they pick, like, the Patriots who have a pretty good offense but a really bad defense. What? I'm surprised. Yeah. Go you, want to pick, you want to pick a team that's going to go against them pretty well, and then you have to make sure you, you're guessing on the defense. Like, are they going to run this drive? Well, i got to pick a run play. And there's all these run plays where they load the right, load the left, load the middle. 
it, there's so much strategy involved in, in that and that's been around for a while now mm-hmm. uh, i think that's the reason why madden has his own play call now is to make it easier for those who don't want to get involved with all that stuff yeah that's pretty interesting mm-hmm. yeah I, I i personally just didn't care and i just picked whatever i wanted to <laughs> I, I was selfish as a kid always going for like the hail marys and the uh the any of the plays that we had at least two receivers going wide and uh a tight end cutting across the field so uh it was pretty easy to play against me and i always wondered why people always beat me in madden so well now you know i know yeah 10 years later there you go do all of the modern uh, versions of these games really come with online play? Is that a, a huge thing? I think it's getting there. I think with the success of Madden, I think a lot of uh, people are trying to lean that way, but I don't know that they sell it as much as yeah. Madden does. So FIFA uh, probably does. FIFA prob- Well, FIFA has to. FIFA has interesting gameplay because you actually get like rewards for playing online mm-hmm. okay so you can earn fifa points by playing games online and by winning and then that leads to more players kind of a deal uh, that you could unlock for the for the teams and stuff interesting it's funny that they're pulling so many of the lessons learned from obviously other video games i mean why wouldn't they um to kind of sell these games and sell their modes and sell the players <laughs> um Interesting. I honestly have not played any of the newer style games, really. I think I ended at one of the Maddens, really, really early Maddens. So, I mean, it's been a while for me. Do you have any uh, yeah. recommendations for like people out there who are maybe just starting to get into sports or maybe want to pick up a sport game? So there's a couple. Um, I mean, it really depends on the sport. Uh, unfortunately, right now, basketball has kind of taken a turn as far as like live gameplay so a lot of people are, are turned off by the way that basketball is being played in nba mm-hmm. like the actual games because there's a lot of like super teams a lot of high scoring games no defense right that kind of stuff generally for the gameplay i would recommend that one because the storyline modes are are pretty intense and they're pretty legit and not everybody is super into soccer because soccer probably has the best storyline mode um but not everybody that's not everybody's cup yeah. of tea either um, so for me i would say a new player if you like sports in general i would go towards hockey because you get a lot of consistency uh, a lot of like action this, yeah yeah it yeah. doesn't change very much from one year to another either when it comes to games wise so exactly exactly the the only if you're into like if you're into the storyline mode and you want to give it a try i would do nba or maybe even maybe even the show uh, I would just caution people on the show because it's another one of those games that there's a lot and it's easy to get lost on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be tougher for somebody who's just picking up a, a sports game in a while. Yeah, just the way you describe it, it sounds like there's a lot of depth in that in that game. Um, yeah. And it would be kind of difficult to choose that as your first. Yeah, or NBA Jam because they do make new <laughs> NBA Jam games. I didn't know. Do they? I didn't know that. Yep. <laughs> I remember that when it, when it first came out, I, I just... I think I played that game more than I played, uh, I don't know, any of the NHL games because it just was weird to have the street game. Wait, wait, is that the Streets one or am I thinking no, about... No, that's separate. Okay, so I'm talking about... I'm sorry. The NBA, NBA Streets NBA, was interesting. That yeah. game was the one that I thought was interesting. That was even more arcade so if that's even a what? phrase. Yeah, I mean, I remember it coming out. I didn't play that game at all. What was the shtick for that game? It was NBA Jam in the streets. Oh God! Yes. Never mind. Why did I even say. ask? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. It was the NBA's attempt to capitalize on the success of the And One mixtape tour oh. that was going on and the popularity of that at that time. See, I told you it was good to have him on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so NBA Jam, I played a lot of that game for sure. So it's funny that I didn't really jump into that one, although. I think that was, when did that come out? Was that PlayStation era or was that PlayStation 2 era when it first came out? Jam was PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, no, it was Super Nintendo. Jam was Super Nintendo the first time. But they've been making them since. And I don't remember when the Streets one came out. Uh, that's good. I don't know. Uh, that was in the 2000s, I believe, to be Okay, yeah. yeah. So 2001. I, I was in my... PS2. I was peak avoidance mode for sports games at that point so that's when they did the whole ea sports big 
I don't know what the heck that was about. It was like that, yeah. this, this whole push for uh, I don't know what the big thing was about, but yeah, the the logo or the, at least the album art cover art for the game is this dude with a big afro uh, wearing <laughs> knee pads, so or knee high socks. I don't know. It's an interesting. All right, game. well that's the show, everybody. Good night. Anyway, <laughs> knee pads. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, <laughs> I, I think that that's pretty interesting that they've changed as much as they have and obviously in different levels of depth for different sports. So that's, it's crazy to think about these giant studios having different takes on different sports. And that's, um, I didn't know they were like that. And I had never even considered the licensing deals. I, that's still blowing my mind. <laughs> sad. So. I don't have any other questions. Justin, did you have any other questions? Uh, one. Um, and it's about Adam, actually. Adam, do you have anything you wanted to plug while you're on oh, yeah. the podcast? So, at the moment, there's nothing that I'm currently hosting. I am looking uh, at a couple of different avenues, and I'm actually working on a couple things on the back end. So, definitely pay attention for that. Uh, I am guest hosting or guest spotting on a couple of podcasts and Twitch streams, so... Uh, keep your ear open to Deep Left Field on Twitch. I'm on there every once in a while. I've done a couple of uh, NBA G League games. We've called a couple of those games there. And uh, the other area is uh, Three Cans and a Mic is where I've done a couple of podcasts lately. We just did a podcast about a bachelor party that I'm going to in Austin, Texas in June. So Oh, boy. That, that was a fun <laughs> podcast, yeah. Wow. Yeah. We'll uh, have to snag those links and put it in the show notes for people to take yeah. a look at. Uh, but I wanted to say thank you for jumping on. It was nice to have uh, somebody talk about sports with me, uh, even though uh, you were a far greater guru and have more experience with far greater sports, apparently. So uh, <laughs> I was, I mean, it was nice to have that. Um, and I hope to have you on for other uh, future episodes and maybe, uh, I don't know, future things. So. Yeah, for my part, I really appreciate you being here. And uh, this is the first time we've ever done an interview-style podcast yeah. or had anybody else besides just Justin and I. <laughs> it so it's really <laughs> nice to try it out and actually have some interesting content to uh, put in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys should have people challenging you to games and something new you guys should try. Yeah, we might do something like that. We've tossed that a around a couple times, so we'll see how it goes. Cool. Well, thanks. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks, and uh, we'll uh, have another episode next week. And I'm not even sure what we're going to talk about then, but we'll see. Who knows? All right. Bye, have guys. a good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>